We are live. It is a live, live reaction. So it is John Givens from the Anfield Lab. I'm joined by Josh Sexton, still in the office because no one graphs like Josh. Fuad Hassan at home. Obviously, no comments necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, the biggest grafter is me. I've been to Munich. I've boxed it all off. <laughs> I drank all the beers and came back with Ryan Gravendick. So not all heroes wear capes. Um, What's he like on flights, John? He's all right, yeah. Got yeah. the mints in for the lads. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was good. So, I brought him back. Me and Craig have boxed it. Um, and it, it's good news, isn't it, Josh? He, he very feel, very much feels like, you know, the, the man the cop wanted and he's got him and that's great. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like, you know, one of the names we've been chasing all summer and we've, we've chased several this summer. So, it feels good to have got to have got one of them done. But, uh, yeah, it's, listen... People are going to have gripes about whether he is the right number six and stuff like that. I feel like the club have already come out and sort of put put what they they believe to be that version of events out in terms of they've gone and got Endo, who is the specialised six. This is just a lad that they feel like they couldn't pass up on the opportunities there to sign him. He clearly comes with with great pedigree. I spoke to a few Ajax fans back in April about him and, and they were sort of comparing him and his pedigree at, at the time he's coming through Ajax to Clarence Seedorf. So that that's, you know, one, one for the kids. But I can promise you it is a ringing endorsement of, of, of his talents as, as a midfielder. I'm, I'm so excited to, to, you know, hopefully get this one over the line. We have seen these these uh, agreed deals go wrong in recent weeks, but uh, knock, <laughs> knock on wood and fingers crossed that's not the case there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as Adam, Adam Reinhardt has pointed out in the <laughs> messages, good job, we've got a room booked in the Baytanic. Uh, <laughs> today was so funny. I was, was, funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, Ryan, listen to this. Listen to this, my bastard. Um, and he's like, oh, no, I don't got him. He's, he's a crazy guy, but yeah. It is all lined up through others, isn't it? And he's all lined up to, to come in and I presume you'll just be watching um, at the weekend. Um, oh, I thought you meant now. <laughs> he's watching this. Uh, he's in the Britannic watching the live. Um, and then he'll, he'll presume just watching the weekend and then a nice little break and then, and then ready. And, and he's going to be a really good addition to the squad because you look at the qualities that he's got and you know, the attributes that he has. You can see why Klopp likes him. And, and I think he's, he's he'd be a really good addition to, to a, a growing midfield. 100%, 100%. I think I'm actually, I've gotten more and more excited about this one. I think because we heard the name so early on and, you know, there were these sort of caveats when you when you haven't really looked into it where you're thinking, well, then why isn't he playing for Munich? What, why hasn't he got the opportunity? You know, there must be something up there that he hasn't made it a top side. So, you know, are we really, should we really be looking uh, after look, going for players like this? But I think it's one that feels like everyone was sort of unanimously agreed on in the club. You know, the manager clearly or really wanted him. I think there was chat before he went to Munich when he was leaving Ajax that Liverpool were, were in for him yeah. then at that point. And he was, you know, considered one of the sort of hot prospects at that point. Um, and to, to, to sort of win all the awards and go through the Ajax Academy and system as he has, you know, that's no sort of, that's no, you know, mean feat. That's, that's, that's difficult and shows the quality. So I'm really excited in that sense. The age is brilliant as well. I think, you know, he's so young and to get him for the price we have at that age, I think, you know, we've seen what young players especially start to go for. It feels like a little bit of a steal. It feels like, um, I, I know there's still a lot for him to prove, a lot for him to do, but in terms of the potential and the potential ceiling from everything you hear about him, you know, 40, I think 40 million euros fixed fee and another five and add-ons, that feels like a really good deal in this market. And I'm glad that everyone can feel like in the club that they've got one. They've got the one that they've, they've, they've sort of planned for, that they had in mind months ago by the sounds of it, and that they can sort of now put into action a plan to sort of get the best out of them and, and mould them in the way they're going to mould them because I think they're definitely going to do some moulding. 
Yeah, that that's that's exactly it. We 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 know he's not the finished article, Josh, but he is young. But the manager really believes him, and and that would have been key, I'm sure, for him as well, because he's you know working under a manager now who clearly doesn't sort of quite fancy him. The one before wasn't sure about him either, and so I'm sure when he was looking at his options, and I gather you know Manchester United were keen, and there's another manager there who 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 obviously you know likes him, but I think. You know, he's probably looking at it from his point of view and thinking, you know, I need to go and play, but also I need to be playing for a manager who who believes in me, who sees what I can offer and understands me as a player and also probably plays a style of football that's suited to me. And, and that's obviously the case because, like Fuad says there, you know, he's tracked it for so long. I'm sure they've had conversations over the last couple of days, you know, on on, on phone or, or, or restream or, or whatever it is um, <laughs> they, they use. And, um, and you know, that's what Klopp will have been saying to him. He's like, you're my guy. I forget about what's happened to Bayern. I know you've got it in you and I'm the man to unlock you. Yeah, and it's, it sounds like he's almost been a little bit unfortunate with the situation at, at Bayern, to be honest, in terms of he came with this big billing from Ajax. They were all expecting him to come in and, 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 and basically just be a six. I, I was speaking to a Bayern fan and journalist earlier today who, you know, and I, I asked him, I was like, what position did you expect him to be when he came in? And he was like, to be honest, we all expected him to to be a six. And I think, you know, there was a bit of a thing with Nagelsmann at the time that, that, that Nagelsmann maybe thought he was going to have time to develop players. And it became quite quickly apparent that that wasn't going to be the case. Mm-hmm. It was, it was you know, you need to win now. And, and obviously he didn't. And it was it was it it became adapt or die for Nagelsmann. And eventually he didn't adapt. And, and then they brought in Thomas Tuchel. And it seems like from the very start, Tuchel's been a, been a little bit more like, you know, I'm ready to win now. You need to give me everything that I, I can to win now. And there's maybe been a little bit of an argument between their, their hierarchy and the manager this summer that, you know, the, the, the hierarchy wanted to keep Gravenberg because they see his potential. They want to they make sure he's got the best chance to have a big future at the club. But then for Tuchel, he's saying, well, you, you're telling me to win now. This is a player who needs development and, and I can't do that. And that's where I think Jurgen Klopp is, is almost, you know, the perfect manager for that in terms of, listen, Liverpool do need to win now. We all want to see Liverpool win now. We all want to see Liverpool back in the Champions League. But it feels like to me, Liverpool are in an interesting place where you know this rebuild is going on. They are still a little bit in transition. They can they can do what they were doing a couple of seasons ago, where they were adapting players and sort of building the plane while flying it. And that's that's why I am so excited about the potential of Gravenberg because you know there was, they, Bayern Munich had seen something in him to, to even get into that place. It's just that he probably needed a bit more bit more work than they were prepared to do at the time because they needed to just go and win. Liverpool can can go and win, but we've got the best manager in the world for for developing players. His, his track record. At Liverpool, at Dortmund, at Mainz shows that. So yeah, I'm 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 absolutely like buzzing buzzing with this one. I'm I'm so excited to to see you know this this whole new midfield that that we've got now. Yeah, I mean that's it, Fuad. I mean it does need to be remembered that both Nagelsmann and Tuchel are bad wolves. Love a G lay more than Craig Hannon. So, like, you know this is also that he's remembered, but he's he's got a proper scouse manager now, Fuad, yeah. uh, and you know and. It is this range of, of midfield options that, that that we have that you know we <laughs> a few weeks ago it felt like it was just Curtis Jones knocking about and that was sort of about it. But there's four in now, all very different. You can see what they can all bring in terms of the, the attributes and, and, the, and the styles, but they're all sorts of slightly different as well. And and I agree with Josh. I don't feel like there's a, there's a big rush to necessarily you know have him sort of starting every week. Listen, he'll be chomping at the bit. He'll want to play. You know, if he was sat here now uh, rather than selling me on the plane before, he'd have been saying like, "No, I've come to come to sort of play. I don't want all this." But but they can be a little bit careful with him, haven't they? Because the others have come in and and two of them at least have hit the ground running. We're all hoping for you know plenty from sort of Endo as well. There's there's lads coming back, and so I think as much for his development, you know, we can be not necessarily careful with him, but but take our time and and, and make sure that he really gets to grips with what the manager wants. Totally, totally, and I think that. 
the fact that he's so versatile and that that, that whole element is something that everyone sort of talked about uh, in terms of those who've, who've watched him and, and and seen him. And I think that that is important, I think, early on, because it, it doesn't mean that there's, you know, he's very clearly a left back and, you know, there has to be a, a clear channel to get into that position. It is, he does have the ability to do all sorts of midfielding, I think. And I think that's a big thing. There was a, there was a really good point on the gutter today uh, with Rob and, and, and the other guys where, you know, they were talking about this idea. There aren't many top, you know, number sixes who are young. And it, it is one where it's very rare for one of those, you know, a Rodri to sort of come through like that because it does take time. And I feel like it's one of those positions probably where you've got to do a lot of other midfielding to then sort of perfect, to perfect it and get the sort of right temperament to do it. And I think he almost feels like he's got, he, 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 he can follow that trajectory in terms of, you know, doing other bits, uh, figuring out the system. It doesn't feel like we're going to play with a six as such as we have done in the past, does it? Otherwise, they would have gone and got someone of that profile. Um, and I think he's, he can come in and sort of use all these different attributes he does while the manager sort of, like Josh said, uh, builds a play and while flying it. And I think there's a bit of pressure off him because there are other midfielders. There isn't this desperation like there maybe was with Endo's, when Endo yeah. was coming in. He, he does have that ability to sort of drop him in here and there. And I think, you know, time's, time's very much on his side because they clearly have thought about him for a long time. They clearly had a plan for him uh, while they were thinking about him. So they don't they don't have this sort of urgent rush to sort of throw him in. And I, and I like the idea that, like, you know, just like we saw with Sabozlai, you know, he was so excited coming in and it was it very much felt the whole time, that, you know, Liverpool, as soon as the news broke, it's Liverpool. And the Gravenberch thing has felt like that all along. It's felt like the player side hasn't really been a problem and that he's just, you know, chomping at the bit to get here. And I think that's huge when you're when you're sort of that age and you're making that jump to come in. And, you know, for him, it's almost a, a bit of a reset. He's had this experience at Bayern, hasn't gone his way. And he's got this new environment to, to go and show the potential that, you know, everyone sees in him and I'm sure he sees in himself. You spoke to a lot of people over the summer, Josh, about him when he's been linked. And I know you spoke to uh, a buying journalist today and you've spoken to, to people who watched him in, in Holland. And is that what sort of got you excited, really? You know, what they've said, you know, we've all watched the YouTube clips and we've all seen how big he is and, and seen, you know, the stats and stuff like that. But has it been the conversations that you've been having with people who've, who've seen a lot more of him and us that it's the reason that you're, you're made up he's here? To an extent, yeah, and, and to an extent, partly what I said before about you know knowing Liverpool's track record, like I do, and knowing what Jurgen Klopp can can do with this with this kind of player. Listen, there's there's, there's very few Liverpool signings that you can point at now and say they were they were categorically a, a failure, and especially not around this sort of this sort of price point. Liverpool have generally been quite sure when they when they've made these signings, they've gone for it, and it's turned out to to, to be the right thing. And you know, I remember being on shows sort of probably a couple of seasons ago now, a couple of summers ago now, where. You know, I was worried about Liverpool not really building for the future and not sort of having lads of the age profile that, you know, particularly in that midfield area, we're going to be able to play for Liverpool for, for years and years to come. And all of a sudden now, you know, someone put it in the comments there, most of our midfielders, are, I think it's six midfielders are now under, under the age of, of 24 in, in this Liverpool squad. So there's there's so much there to, to go off for the future. And then, and then, like you say, you know, you're right to point out that the people I have spoken to have, talk, have talked about his talent, have talked about his potential, even the people that... Bayern, who you might think, you know, I, I asked Felix Hasselsteiner earlier and he, I was saying, you know, did, did he meet expectations at Bayern when, when he came in because the expectations must have been so high? And Felix said yes. It's just, it's just sort of unfortunate, really, that, that what's happened to him, you know, when he has played for Bayern, he's played really well. He's just sort of found himself in an unfortunate situation where, as, as I say, Bayern were, were looking to win first. They weren't prepared to, to give this lad loads of games to, to, to adapt. 
and then maybe quite early on he'd he'd sort of kicked up a bit of a fuss about not playing and and there was there was no question marks over his character within that it was just that you know he deserved to be to deserve to be playing because he'd been showing good things but wasn't getting that game time so it sounds like he's he's been in a bit of an unfortunate situation he gets to come into a much more fortunate one now and, and play for 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 the fo- the best football club in the world and the best football manager in the world so um how could you not be excited about about that potential and the fans were the best podcast in the world uh, hey. uh, as well. Uh, just to bring in a few comments here, uh, one from Joel Sanderson Murray says, uh, three handsome lads having a chat, spicing things up, sorry, on a Thursday night. <laughs> Listen, Joel, if you want to make it for you, just grab your laptop and then through and I'll send you the link. And we'll <laughs> really, really spice things up. Um, we might end up going off topic. A lot of people talk about, you know, Liverpool um, still needing defenders and, and stuff like that. There'll be plenty of that chat tomorrow and, and let's hope that we can do one more because I think that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. Though I think if they can do you know so so one more and and but I think regardless it probably puts it about seven out of ten for me now in throughout in terms of sort of rating the window I'd, I think mm. a defender would take it up to a an eight or a nine and I'd love to see us you know get a defender over the line and apparently they just do the deals one at a time so they can sort of you know they haven't got they haven't got much time but for me yeah. I'd be you know looking at how well, in particular, Sebastian and McAllister have, have started. You know, the fact that the Graven makes the one they wanted, you know, I'm prepared to to take their word for it on Endo and sort of see how that goes. I think it's, it's you get to the point now where you're saying it looks a good window, uh, mm-hmm. but it'd be really good, in, in my opinion, if you could get one one more in um, to tip it into the, into the very good territory. 100%, 100%. And, you know, even just sticking on, on, on Graven and the whole midfield for a second, you know, how long have we all been talking talking about the idea of, well, you, you you always need more midfielders, just get midfielders in. So even if it isn't sort of the final answer to to, to the number six role, then, you know, look, they might go big again next summer. Who knows? Um, you know, we've got we've got numbers there now. We, we, we can be really assured of of not just the numbers in terms of the, the depth and quality as well. There's lots that can be done. There's lots of different formations and ways that they can sort of all line up. And I think, you know, putting that on towards the defence is, is big. I think, look, they've left themselves a day to, to do a centre-half or just over a day. So, you know, in, in terms of time, if they are doing it one deal at a time, they they have got it. And, you know, they feel like they, it feels like there's a few things out there. And and I think you're right. I think that just that just gives everyone that re- assurance that, you know, there's balance here now. There's 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 a real balance all over the pitch. I think that's what it does. And and we've seen how these signings, you know, can just sort of, not, not that the mood needs changing at all, really, after, especially after Sunday. But it can just lift everyone and, and everyone can sort of say, well, look, this is our group now. We're all sort of in this together. And I think, you know, that's that's really important for this manager, for this side and for, for all the sort of people we've got along the way. And especially the new signings, you know, they can all look at each other and go, you know, the ambition has been matched, you know, in terms of what, what the club have done and bringing people in and, 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 and the depth, the challenge on all fronts, because Liverpool should be trying to challenge on all fronts this season. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It would be an eight out of ten with a defender. I, I still have a bit of hope it's going to happen. Um, I, I feel like something's there. Something's being something. In, something's being cooked up in Ibiza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, it, what it quite is, yeah, I don't know. But um, I, I feel like they are. They are sort of. They are working on it because it just feels not that the Nat Phillips thing is is linked in any way necessarily. But it just feels like it's it's too obvious not to. <laughs> I'm afraid afraid for other bad news. James Pearce said it's likely Liverpool's last uh, last sign of the summer. Don't believe so, him. Uh, come on, James. Don't believe him. He's not, he's well, we, we just need to send John and Craig somewhere else where there's centre arms. <laughs> I'll go five meter to cook something up if that's what you're saying to me. Yeah. Me, Craig, and Wayne Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't play him centre off. No, 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 absolutely not. 
Uh, absolutely not. The fee is a little bit higher than, than what we sort of reported, Josh. But I think it's uh, there was a bit, talk about about sort of thirtyish million uh, that Liverpool would go for. You've had to stretch that a little bit. It's forty million euros. A uh, bit of a talk about maybe a, f- a few add-ons and stuff like that. But you know, that's tomorrow's problem. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's. Although it's a little bit more than what I thought, and maybe what was reported, it's it, it's still a decent fee uh, in this day and age. And, and listen, if you can show, you know, just half of the promise that we've talked about, then it could be a bit of a steal. Hundred percent. Like I, I keep coming back to the word potential, and we've just, you know, we're about to see a, a Manchester City footballer move to Chelsea for for forty million, basically purely based on potential. I know Palmer's had a couple of good games for, for City here and there, and some good substitute appearances and stuff. But effectively, Chelsea are about to pay forty forty odd million for for potential. So the idea that Liverpool are, are, are doing that for potential, but also a lad who's got a bit of experience. You know, Robbie O'Neill made the point on, on the gutter earlier that Gravenberg turned up to Anfield when, when Ajax came in, in the in the behind closed doors season and, and listen, there wasn't it wasn't Anfield like on a on a proper European night because there wasn't a crowd in there. But he still stood up tall among an Ajax team that, that, that were beaten that night. Liverpool were the better team. But he was one of the standouts in, in in that game. So you are talking about a lad who's played in the Champions League, who, who knows what it is to, to sort of play on the biggest stage in, in, in that sense too has, has come with the pedigree of, of coming through the, the ranks at Ajax which doesn't you know necessarily always guarantee success but it feels like he was one of the ones who, who was earmarked from, from a very early age to, to go on and be successful and then and then has you know has played for, for Bayern Munich as well and we can sort of we can turn our nose up at all those things but it but it, it suggests to me that there is there is a real pedigree there and, and that there's so much potential to go off and, and, and it, that, it's that potential that's the most exciting for me because you know, I think people are, can get a little bit bogged down in always, is he a number six? What's, what, what sort of role is he going to play this season? I think we can just enjoy watching Klopp figure that out, to be honest. And, and listen, it doesn't mean that we, we always enjoy it. There'll probably be bad games along the way where it looks like he, he might not be in the right position, you know, here and there and, and, and such, as, as we've seen, you know, a little bit of so far when, when McAllister's played the, the six and we think he can be a bit better further forward and, you know, Jones playing the six in, in, in pre-season. But I'm just excited to see how, how Klopp does figure this out and what sort of player Klopp can can take him on to be because for, for me it feels like the sky is the limit with that sky's the limit for him the sky's the limit uh, for the Reds this season maybe they'll do one more uh, we shall see uh, we're going to be really busy um, tomorrow we'll have bulletins going out hopefully sort of throughout the day hopefully there is uh, plenty to talk about where we'll, we'll be assessing sort of the links in and out and, uh, and seeing what is going on and we must say good luck to, to Nat Phillips of Celtic as well who's going out there on loan and and hopefully that goes well for him. So, yeah, if there's stuff happening, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. We'll be all in. We're all primed, aren't we, Foo? We are. We are. We're ready to go. Ready to go. Up all night. <laughs> uh, up all night for a new defender, uh, <laughs> as, as Daft Punk famously sang. Uh, but, but loads of good stuff on the app today as well, Josh. Not least uh, your great work. Yeah, yeah, loads gone out today. We, we had two specials go out, one with the Bayern journalist and one that Harriet did with, with the Bundesliga journalist, Ronan Murphy, as well. They're both great shows. Augusta went out earlier today, which Phil had said, Gutman and the lads, I was on it, you know. We, 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 all, we, we had a lovely time. We all said great things. It wasn't just Rob saying great things. Um, but there's, but there's, more, there's more deadline day Augustas to come tomorrow, more bulletins to come tomorrow, as John said, and then a couple of, of extra bits of video content to come tomorrow as well, looking ahead to the Villa game, which is, which is obviously coming up, and, and that's, that's mm. as exciting as, as new lads. Are you a Belitro as well tomorrow? God, we are going to be busy. Oh, yeah. Too much. Football. Edward <laughs> Soccer. And we'll be the best people to cover it. Uh, download the app, subscribe, uh, get involved. Uh, we're all off to have a uh, cocktail in the Bitanic Hotel. And the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing my bump into. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, boys.